Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Man, I don't know. I don't know how we got this far in our society. It seemed like multiple wars are going on instead of the World War III idea that everybody's throwing around. I mean, you got people who have a hard time making content. You have people who have hard time keeping time management. Then you have other people finger-pointing at each other. Then you have everybody else trying to say somebody else is wrong, even though they're wrong in the process, too. And then, of course, you have public officials that won't face their constituents. You have the FCC trying to roll back net neutrality in order to control it for money and then you have conflict of interest everywhere and not to mention entitled people just ruining everything this world needs new heroes and you know what sometimes I think who has time to discuss all this or at least a firm percentage of it Well, the answer to that is I do. And you know what? We're going to do it right here, right now. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. Hey, J360 Legion, it is good to be back on the J-Man Show. We're still on the road to 30 and 40, and it's starting to get a lot shorter because we got 22 in the mix now. And I mean, the advancement around here is so awesome, but you know, I'd hate to see something coming and try to impede that advancement, especially with bullshit going on in the FCC. You see, for some reason, I could you say Donald Trump was a smart man because he created something based in his image rather than for the good of America. Could you say that though? Because it's like this, all those people that he has in his cabinet, or I should say Incompetence Inc., are full of a bunch of self-serving rich bastards (laughs) that want to control everything, especially who's in charge of the FCC. I mentioned him last time, or no, the episode before last time, but... Yeah, apparently they want to roll back net neutrality. Now, as an online business owner, and for those of you out there that want to start your own brands and everything else, you want to put a stop to that. You want to fight to save the internet. Once again, it's fighting against things like SOPA that led to this. Because it's a bunch of people that want to control the internet, put a price tag on it, and make so much money. So they're going to take any sort of way to destroy a free and open internet want to control everything and they can't even control certain aspects that they do have control over but they want to go ahead and control the internet because it's new and it's something that revolves around our lives it's just like how they got rid of the whole internet um privacy if you even think about it you know what i'm saying because like it's something they were probably doing in the back doors anyway but now it's just more open because these people are so damn bold that they're stupid and they don't have no recourse for why their actions are. And then they're going to make stuff up to justify it. So here's how it goes. Now's not a good time to be apathetic. Call your congressman. Speak on behalf of an open internet. 
You know what I mean? Speak on the behalf of neutral so that you can go ahead and you can grow your businesses and stuff. Hell, small businesses need the internet now because that's what most people use. So don't ever listen to that kind of stuff about why net neutrality is bad. Understand this, there's pros and cons to everything, but to keep the internet neutral, you want to have that. You need to at least have that. But you know, some people are gonna sit there, yeah, the internet, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was like the late 90s and stuff where you could use snail mail to get what you need done. I didn't know you could just mail in everything else. Oh, that's really cool. But I would kind of like the convenience of getting things done on the net. And it's not like you're just sitting there and carrying that old stereotype that people on the internet are unfit and don't go out and exercise and all that kind of stuff. I mean, sure, a lot of y'all sit there with that boring-ass ideologue and you're just always like oh oh he doesn't he you know that the internet make you lazy internet's on your phone you jackass you know what i mean it actually increases productivity if you use it for the right reasons it's a tool like anything else in the end you got to realize that all this stuff is not necessarily for safety not by a long shot all of this stuff is for money Every time it's about the greenbacks. It's not about your security and everything else. If anything, your security is really your own responsibility at best. Let's be real here. And this new, um, gee, you can't even call it an administration, but this new bullshit, for lack of a better term, really, but that's what it is. This, this whole new thing here, they're not about anybody except for what lines their pockets. The man did pick the right people that symbolize his virtues. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not about being a decent person in Trump's land. It's about how much money you get that will quote-unquote make the influence. And that's what this is all about. So at best, get off your ass, save the internet, and remember that you have a voice in this whole thing. You do. It's just when are you going to use it? Are you going to use it after the event are you going to use it in hindsight or are you going to be aware pay attention and then speak up you see what i'm saying the time of being apathetic and just sitting there and saying oh i'm going to be switzerland and not get involved in anything see nowadays you're going to have to get involved because all this wild shit that you all wanted to go ahead and stand for something now's the time to do it because gee i hope we make it to 2020 but you know what though I'm hoping that a lot of things change in 2018, too, because a lot of this stuff is just ridiculous. I mean, who has time for this? Any sort of way of impeding progress just because you're incompetent at your job. You know, wouldn't you just like to learn your job so you can get ready for your job? But, no. These people just, once again, because of their money and now these titles that they have, they just seat-filling and they just sitting back there saying, Oh, yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and make this dumb rule. Oh, technological advancement? No, I'm going to go ahead and do something about it. The first thing I'm going to do is mess it up. And then the second thing I'm going to do is put regulations on it. And the third thing I'm going to do is make sure I let you all know that you're wrong before I'm wrong. And you know that's how they are. These people nowadays, they can't even take responsibility for the things they do wrong. Hell, some of these people can't even face their constituents. The ones that voted them in. So this is why, you know, next time, really pay attention to what's going on in your elections and know what the hell you're voting for because 
Things are getting to a state of lawlessness now. I mean, you already see what the 45th retrograde does. I wonder, is he even going back to Florida this weekend again? I, guess, I bet he is. And don't forget, it's so bad that the Secret Service is asking for money. The First Lady really doesn't want to be First Lady. And I'm seeing a lot more of Ivanka and her husband than I need to. Nepotism, right there. And then his licenses got approved. And You see, the thing about Trump is, it's the same damn thing with him. You all think he lived by that whole promises made, promises kept, right? No. Contradictions made, lies were kept. You see what I'm saying? Everyone's like, he ain't made good on his campaign promises. He wasn't going to. He wasn't going to do that kind of stuff. If you think about it, all these things that he does around here now are for images. And the man is about his ratings, right? Well, his approval ratings are very anorexic right now. I apologize for that joke, but you know, at the end of the day, get over it. It's the J-Man show. But the thing is, that's how thin his approval ratings are. Now, unfortunately, as a nation, it's going to take one hell of a jump to bounce back from all of this. Because we don't, we don't went back. I mean, let's be real. Like, all this stuff going on here? Unbelievable. And at the end of the day, we as people ourselves, we can't even stop just finger-pointing at each other. Just yelling at each other about trivial crap. Like, you know, I can understand that some of y'all get easily triggered, but let me tell you something. How about getting easily triggered at the ones that really do the shit? You know what I'm saying? Not because somebody said a joke that you couldn't handle and stuff like that. Why don't you just go after some of these people that really started this crap? You see, nowadays you got people who are on the internet now. They have to make apology videos. They have to do all these other things. It's like everybody has an agenda, but they have an agenda for their own self-serving reasons. Have an agenda for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like how after-school programs got cut. That was ridiculous, even though, because, you know, after school programs, what do they do? Think about what they really do. Some people that don't benefit from them, yeah, they're going to say these things. They're going to say that it doesn't work. Oh, we don't see the ideas that it's working. Uh, we don't think it's necessary, all that kind of stuff, because it doesn't benefit them. That's why. And after a while, like I said in the episode, Stop That Day I'm Lying, they really need to stop the damn lying, but it's got a lot worse. And you can only spend so much. You look at Sean Spicer up there every day, right? <laughs> the man has a hard time keeping a straight face because he knows he's lying. You can see it all the time. Now, I don't know whether some people have gotten used to his lies and don't call him out on it. But the idea is he's having a hard time coming up with new spins, and you can tell. All that White House infighting and everything else. You got to sit back and think how we got to this point. And it's not just because of Hillary Clinton. It's because of a lot of other things. I think this stuff was just conveniently planned. And I'm not too fond of what follows Trump either. But needless to say, this stuff is just pure incompetence. And it's just wasting everybody's time. Once again, it's just a lot of crap. And then the government shutdowns and everything else. And then the idea of building that wall. Sure, the, these these are things that come up out of nowhere all the time. Like, yeah, you're going to have to understand that wall ain't going to make you feel safe. If anything, that wall is going to probably be like the wall that was in Pacific Rim when that kaiju busted through it. Because it wasn't going to defend a damn thing. 
But as usual, you know, fight to protect the internet. But then, of course, the fight to protect the internet is probably going to have a problem because people are going to be like, well, cyberbullying. And then there's going to be another person talking about they're not making enough money due to internet piracy or they're not... Or, or it's threatening their business. It can be a whole list of excuses why. And I just threw those two out there because that's what people go for. Even though cyberbullying is a problem in some aspects. Because you got to understand, if you're not mentally strong to make it through the internet, why are you on here making content? You understand what I'm saying? And if you know a chat room is dangerous, or if you know there's something seedy about anything on the internet, maybe you should not be there. Because it's much like... In real life, if you see like seedy things, if you see like shady things going on, or you know how fake people are, don't be around them. There's ways of going ahead and trying to make it through these times, and don't blame it for the circumstances in Trump land. But at the end of the day, you really shouldn't be looking to Incompetence Inc. for helping you feel safe anyway. This is where your responsibility comes into play. But I'm not going to shame anybody else on this sort of issue. Because you all know how the, how we got to this point. People went ahead and voted this man in here. This is what you voted for. You voted for all these things. That have any sort of little progress that you might have had. And there's probably like a little dip in everything now. Because you voted for it. Same thing with me. I mean, <laughs> but I didn't vote for him. So that's why I'm on the opposite side of the fence. And I even told y'all what ground I stand on. I stand on for real America. Because America is... A melting pot. You're going to have to get over it. You have all mixture of cultures and religions, and you have everybody that needs to go to work, but you also have apathetic entitled motherfuckers that got us in this situation anyway. And speaking of entitled fucks, that's who we're going after today. If I had to take a look at any sort of rogues gallery, it's not just Incompetence Inc., it's not just the FCC, it's not just, you know, older generation complaining about everything else because they're not getting it the same way they used to when they were kids. It's not just young, dumb people. It's entitled people. Entitled people. The ones that think that they're owed something. Let me tell you all this, okay? As a hardworking minority bachelor and entrepreneur, I have to say one thing. You have to keep going, and you have to make sacrifices, and you have to try to pull a win. But you also have to remember this, even though you might have gone through a rough period in your life, and you're going to go through a lot of them, life doesn't owe you a damn thing. Life doesn't need to give you a band-aid just because somebody made fun of you. Life doesn't need to go on ahead and say, gee, I'm so sorry because somebody didn't agree with your bullshit as you were growing up, or somebody called you out on it and say that you know you were wrong and all that kind of stuff, and this is why you were wrong. Because they probably have some legitimate reasons, but you couldn't handle the criticism. So you go on ahead and you just say, No, this isn't right. I'm entitled. I'm supposed to have these. Look, whereas you do have rights and whereas we all have rights, the thing about it is is this. We have to use them for the right reasons. We can't just pull them out every time we have a conflict. And then it depends on the severity of the conflict. But you see, some people like to go ahead and throw their weight around and always talk about their entitlements rather than actually doing something. You know what I mean? Because it's like how some people think that they have an entitlement to be on a J360 show. Yeah, I actually met a few of the people that were in this group that think that they were entitled for that. It doesn't work like that. One, because I own the damn thing. And another reason is because, you know what? If you're so good at what you do, you need to be on your fucking own. Because at the end of the day, I have my process. 
And when people criticize the process that I got going on in here, if it ain't good enough for you, then fucking leave. I don't have a problem throwing people out. I never did. But I also know this, like, as I'm trying to make things happen and stuff, I play by my rules. And I try to play by the rules of the business. You see what I'm saying? And that's what you got to do. But you got some people that sit on their ass. And you got some people that don't know how to be accountable for anything. Think that, oh, well, I always have my spot. If I don't show up for this show, I have my spot because I'm entitled. Nah, you lost your spot because you're not entitled. And you lost your spot because you're fucking fired. Excuse my language. And I hate to take Donald Trump's little thing, but you know what? People have been saying you're fired before him. I think, um... I think J. Jenna Jameson and um, Cosmo Spacely from <laughs> the Jetsons. You know what I'm saying? Because if anything, you got to think that people have been saying you're fired long before he has. It's just because of that stupid reality show. But going back into it, it's just, why do you think you're so entitled for things? You know? The fact that you were giving a duty, that's one thing. And you know you shouldn't enforce that duty. But the thing is, when you're not doing your job and you don't show up, or here's the beautiful part, when you're just an asshole to everybody, it can be taken from you. So when you have people sitting there doing that kind of stuff, complaining about entitlements, no, it doesn't work like that. Nowadays, you got to work really hard. Now, if you're somebody born in a rich family or whatever, yeah, maybe you think that you're above th certain things, and you think that you um, don't have to follow the same rules as everybody else. And you might think that you live in your own little ecosystem where when somebody goes ahead and brings an antithesis to it, all of a sudden, you're a bundle of nerves. Welcome to the real world then. Yep. Welcome to the real world where nobody gives a shit about your feelings. You need to go on ahead and you have to wear armor as you walk through these days. I mean, because you got, like I said before, you got war on different fronts. You got people complaining about how much they're getting paid every day. You got the whole concept where people are cutting down hours so people don't make livable wages. Or like people holding down two to three jobs. because, And, and then some, more than that, actually. I'm just, that, that is minimum, right? Two to three? So they can have a roof over their heads. So they can have that independence. And you mean to tell me that you have certain royalties? That you don't have to work hard to keep you going. And then all of a sudden, when somebody calls you out on that shit, then you say, Oh, that's not fair. Life's not fair. Take a good look at somebody that has to work in a job that they don't like. Take a good look at somebody that has to work in a job every day. Because they need to, to take care of the kids. Or because they need to, because, because they want to have a certain lifestyle. And I mean work. I don't mean like just sit there and be a face. Kind of puts your whole identity and perspective, doesn't it? Because when you're sitting there complaining and being an asshole, that person has to go ahead and do their job. And only hope that the benefits and the rewards go to them. But they also know that they're a few steps ahead because they're not wasting precious energy complaining about shit. You might want to think about that. Now, this isn't my only problem with society. But it's a big one. You understand what I'm saying? And there isn't a more entitled bunch broadcasting themselves every day than the ones that are on YouTube complaining about the money. They're always complaining about it. Now, look, I understand that some of these people are making money and they don't have to work a regular job. But let's be real about this. If they were that good, they would be in the industry. You understand what I'm saying? They would actually be 
incredible industries and doing what they got to do. They would be moving forward. Now, some of them have their businesses and thrive off of YouTube. That's understandable. But I also know that some people move on from YouTube and they actually do different things. YouTube ain't the same it was. It, it's not. It evolved just like we did. Of course, it evolved in another direction because nobody really runs it. It's like an algorithm, right? So, and you know, the thing is, oversaturation happens because guess what? You don't need to buy real expensive equipment to do great content anymore. Take a look at your phone. There's your camera right there. And maybe all you need is like a, an H1 zoom on the side or H4n and then there's your audio right there. So you, you don't have to do too much to produce certain content. You can make a micro budget film on your phone. You see as advancement in technology happens you understand that people have more means to do things. That's why everybody does pretty much does videos exploiting everybody's stupidity now because everybody has surveillance. I mean, oversaturation happens now. You got to do different things to get that spotlight and everything else. Some of y'all partner up. But then there's a concept where when you partner up with an entitled person and you're growing in the ranks and then all of a sudden, you know, because put it this way, say like there's one person that's a face and then there's one person that does the work. Okay, so when that person doing the work wants to take a break, wants to be on vacation, the one that's the face, oh, he's shitting in his pants because now he has to do work. You see what I'm saying? It's like when you see the certain people that are on YouTube and they make a whole lot of money. Oh, become multi-millionaires and everything else. Oh, yeah, have to show you their lavish lifestyle. But you see the joke behind that is some of them people don't do their own editing. Some of them people don't even do their own coverage. They're just the face. And the sad part about it is you got some people that cheap out on the deal too. And then you got some people that want to break away from it because they want to streamline their own operation. You know, kind of like me. Like, like I have a certain partnership with other people that are on the same level as me. I think we got about, like, what, 80 subscribers on YouTube? But then again, we don't use YouTube that much because, hell, I, even I have a life. So it's like, you know, I, I could care less about YouTube. On my own stand. But I also know if somebody else is out there who's working and doing all this other stuff. See, but I also work and do YouTube. So if I was to make any sort of money from YouTube, it would just be pocket change. Or maybe advertise money. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people that go a little too far with their content. And then you got some people who don't produce their content at all. And they just sit there and think that they are entitled to get that certain number of views and that money. It's just like when you see like a big YouTuber all of a sudden get caught in doing something wrong and they sit there and they do a half-assed apology and then you got another one that sits there and does a crying video and saying that at least that's when Call of Duty videos will be thriving. And it's like, you piece of shit, just get a job. I mean, you don't even have to get a job that's you know, full-time, why don't you just get a job that's part-time and go ahead and do that job for a little while and do YouTube. There's nothing wrong with it. And then, here's the thing. How, how come these people go ahead and do these things and then they make YouTube not fun? Have you noticed that? 
It's like they take all the fun out of YouTube. No, please, look at me. Don't worry about the one that's up and coming. Don't worry about that guy that's 19. After all, I, I'm 35, and, and I still make great content. Please watch mine so I can have money. Because I just bought a car that I can't afford, and because and, and, I thought this was going to last forever. Honestly, though. There are other ways you can make money. You don't have to worry about YouTube advertising and stuff. But even then, if you make great content, you wouldn't worry about somebody else. And I've noticed this about a lot, a lot of large YouTubers. Like, some of their content might be good, but them themselves, they got problems. And as we all, because we're naturally flawed. But the beautiful thing about that is that's not an excuse either. Sometimes when you work with people, try to treat them as well as you need to treat them. And then the thing about it is, when you see somebody up and coming, don't try to be a dick about it. If they make something and they manage to get like a whole lot of views, good on them. But if you're sitting there jealous and shit and you're obsessing over them, maybe you need to do something of your own. Maybe you need to sit back instead of just doing like a vlog or something like that and probably go ahead and do a scenario or actually do some screenwriting and write something that's credible and make it look good. Write an adventure about it. I mean, there's so many ways you could actually do something, but see, that's where I look at it as a filmmaker. I'm more of a filmmaker than some guy on YouTube, but you know, that's, that's just me. You know, like sometimes when I'm sitting here doing this show, you know, I'm just going ahead and saying like, when you sit there and you worry about your YouTube money and stuff, and you worry about like all of these situations because I guess the market's changing, but you're not using your platform for anything better than to be a complete asshole to everybody else. Yeah. At that point, maybe you need to get a damn job. That's kind of the thing. And, and, and guess what? Working and doing YouTube or working and doing SoundCloud or working and doing Vimeo. You know, you want to work and do Vimeo because you got to pay for that package. If anything else, you know, at least YouTube's free for now. So the thing about it is, just make the content, but go ahead and make your money doing other things. But the number one thing is, is to stop being fucking entitled. Put your time in like everybody else. But then again, a lot of these old YouTubers on here, you know, I don't know why the hell they are even in that situation where they are worried about this kind of stuff. My channel's dying! And I'll be honest with you all, right? That concept needs to stop. When people talk about their channels dying and stuff like that, <laughs> that disgusted me. You, under you understand this? See, there's a reason why I haven't used YouTube for a while. Outside of the J360 Live. And, you know, the power play and everything else. There's a reason why I haven't used it in a while. Because I got tired of that concept. Your channel's dying. Your channel's dying. Like, people would sit there and they would send videos to each other and say, Well, yeah, that's why your channel's dying. And it's like, this is a damn internet site, asshole. It could be whatever it wants to be. Sometimes you're green and then sometimes you're red. It is what it is. And you see what with more people growing older and finding other ways to get their media consumption... And some people are moving on away from this channel. It was a good run. So you move on to something else. Me, I had to move on to another medium. There were times where my videos wouldn't even get put up because of certain algorithms or they read it wrong and stuff like that. And I got tired of that bullshit. And I know this, as I'm making this content, I know people are going to watch it. And hopefully they get inspired to do their own things. See, some people go ahead and they make this shit because it's ego stroke for them. Not for me. So, whenever I see, like, certain big YouTubers sit there and they make these videos and they talk about all these things, I always look, look at them, right? And I always listen to what they say, but I also read their face. And I know that some of these people, when they put those little vlogs together 
where it's like everybody come together. Let me tell you that cyberbullying is wrong. And then they go back and they do their commentary video where they make fun of somebody else just for views. Oh yeah, they're about views, the pocket lining, and that's about it. And then you know, it doesn't take long to exploit a broken system like YouTube anyway. Even when they made their terms of services. That every time they try to fix it, it's even more broken. And at the end of the day, as they sit here and they talk about how they're going to make money, how they're going to make ends meet and all that kind of stuff, well, we all know the golden rule about that is, is what I've been saying throughout this whole episode, get a damn job. But the other thing is, is this, they'll make their money because they're going to find loopholes. There's a way for them to go ahead and do this stuff. They're going to find loopholes to keep making their money. They just won't make as much money as they did. And you see, the most beautiful part about it is if you live in your means, you save your money, you wouldn't even be running around asking for it. If I was making money off of YouTube, I would stack that shit. I wouldn't be right here buying a damn car I can't afford and a house that I can't keep the maintenance on and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'd actually use it wisely. I would probably use it to go ahead and fund my films. But you know, then again, we all see shit differently, right? So that's why you got some people that start off rich, end up in the gutter. And you got some people that start off poor like yours truly, don't even think about the money and they live well. So the thing about it is, is that it's... It's whatever you know it's just it's just really really dumb but you see the thing is we as a society we got that problem in addition to the Trump problem in addition to the potential World War three problem now everybody's throwing that around all over the damn place you know right now it's more of a Cold War sort of situation than World War three give it time though because I wouldn't be surprised this is wartime among a lot of fronts Hell, it's wartime trying to even go to the damn job. You understand what I'm saying? Because you got to deal with everybody else's paranoia. Like I said, I can understand that we're all in a state of, you know, flux. And we all want that security. And we all want to feel safe in our lives and all this kind of stuff. But let's be real here. There is a severe problem in our society. And it's not just because of the internet. The internet isn't the number one reason. I like to think it's because we're not responsible for the shit we do. And even if we get called out on it, we don't take the time to be responsible. We want that instant gratification. We want to always appear right to everybody else. Now, as far as I'm concerned, me, myself, I know I'm allowed to be wrong. And I probably have gotten some things wrong in this episode. You know, but the thing about it is, I would take it from somebody who actually took the time to notice instead of somebody who's irrational or, you know, defensive, in defense mode, and have to go ahead and say, You don't, you talking about, it's unprofessional. Shut up. It's not unprofessional. It's just something you didn't want to hear. And trust me, you need to watch out for people like that, because I had somebody on my team try to do that after I called her out on her shit, and then she tried to say I was unprofessional. But luckily, she's not in this thing anymore, because I don't have a problem letting people go. You see, because when you have self-serving, and this is for all of you business owners out there, if you have self-serving type people who are all about, not exactly about the brand, they claim they're about your brand, but they're all about themselves and where they want to be and all that kind of stuff, let them go. Save yourself some time. And don't try to use the concept that we were friends first and all that kind of stuff. Because let me tell you something, a lot of sociopathic con artists use that shit. But we were friends. This isn't right. You shouldn't treat us this way. You're not doing anything. And you're not putting anything into the brand. You're not writing on the webpage. You're not editing anything. All you're doing is complaining about yourself and your self-image. And needless to say, you need to get some counseling. 
just get out of my team. That's what you need to be like. Gotta let them go. Especially if you're doing it for free. Now, if it's money, it can get a little tricky. Because you never know. They've probably been there for oh so many days. So you might have to pay unemployment, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it is what it is. But you'll know. But as a small business owner and stuff like that, or as a startup, and you got people like that, you'll know the people you have. But remember this, liking people and knowing people are two very different things. And you'll know your people. You should know them within like maybe, I want to say the first, let's see, maybe the first week or so. You should really know your people because you're getting in the work and you're seeing how that system works out. And sometimes, then again, I don't know, I might be cutting the bar a little close, but... As soon as you know them and as soon as you see their mannerisms and how good or nasty they are, because a lot of people have nasty attitudes, especially this day and age, because they don't like being accountable for anything, you'll know. And it's not easy starting a business. It takes a lot of responsibility and it has to have the benefit of everybody that's in your team working together. And that's not to say that everything should be perfect, everybody follows orders and do what they got to do. The thing is, is that once again, we put too much emphasis on our personality quirks to understand that the main goal is pretty much completing your projects and getting them done on time. It is what it is. I could say that, but I also know this. Don't make that excuse forever either. Make changes if you need to. Know when to let people go, know when to move on, know when to keep striving for your goal. And your business's goal. And look for people that can do the job. Not just your friends. And I would have a remedy on how to avoid entitled people. But like I said before. You're going to meet good people. You're going to meet bad people. And life doesn't owe you a damn thing. It's pretty much how you rise through the ranks. It's pretty much how you rise through all that stuff. Now you can stay down there at the bottom and take the shit. Or you can rise above it. Take a look at this kind of stuff and say. What the hell with all of this. I'm going to build this. The actual company that I wanted to build. Or also if you're working in a job. Be like well if you're entitled and stuff. Hell I'm going to get my job done. And then when you get your job done in the company and stuff like that. You see you never know who's watching you. The person that probably is running the company. Sees how you're making an effort to get things done. Whereas all the other ones are bullshitting and stuff. And probably take you to the side and say okay. You see that corner office there. I think that might be a good fit for you. Things happen when you work hard. And the hard work does pay. And then the ones that sit there and bitch all the time, well, now they got something more to bitch about. And now they got a reason to dislike you because at the end of the damn day, you did something they didn't achieve. Don't even worry about that kind of stuff because you never know. And sometimes the best thing to do is to keep your mouth shut when you're on the job. Just do your work. Do your job. Knock it out. And then when it's all said and done and everything's all complete, you can go home and just understand that that entitled motherfucker let's give him a language sure he might go home early or sure he might go ahead and do all this other stuff but he on his way out because he's bound to mess up so you know think about it but yeah that's where we are as a society all these excuse makings and all of this crap that's on youtube all this drama this drama that all that things are on a bigger scale now and that's another reason why i don't really care about youtube drama because i got bigger fish to fry and i have other things to handle so I could care less. And you know what? I do. 
But outside of that, though, I did wanted to go ahead and do some deep talking today about like what's going on in society regarding certain people. Who knows? Maybe you all have things to chime in on on certain circumstances. Now, I'm not talking about those of you that actually go on YouTube, really work hard to build a brand and stuff like that. You know, provide a service. Now, those of you, you are okay in my book. But when it comes to those people who just sit back, make money off all this stuff, and the thing is that they complain now because the rules have changed and they were going to anyway, they're part of the problem too because they're not adapting. You gotta adapt for anything, especially if it deals with money. Unless it's for inheriting a car or a home, entitlements don't mean shit. And maybe a business. But either way, you should have been groomed for that business. But I've already said enough on this issue. If anything, I'm going to go ahead and address the J360 question that I gave you all last week. And that question was, what are you looking forward to in The Last Jedi? Luke turning evil, Rey's parentage, Finn being a Jedi, or more Kylo Ren? Now, 40% of you said Luke turning evil. Another 40% of you said Rey's parentage. Nobody said Finn being a Jedi. And 20% said more Kylo Ren. Okay, well, you know. Wow, really tied up with Luke turning evil and Rey's parentage, though. That's pretty cool. Huh, not bad. Oh, by the way, for those of you that are still enjoying the superhero boom and haven't suffered from superhero fatigue, though this character really isn't a superhero by any means, but Todd McFarlane finished his Spawn script. So Spawn will be coming back. Now, I have a question for this week. Do you think Spawn would work better as a Netflix series or as another live action film? And just like last time, that's going to run for seven days and it will be addressed on the J-Man Show 23. And I would like to thank all of you for actually coming in to hear me speak about, you know, the, the subject of this week. I mean, it would seem a little bit more real talk than comedy, but... You know, I try to go ahead and give you something to think about in addition to something to laugh about every week. And, you know, all these things are really facing our society now, so you really need to know. But, you know, we're going to lighten things up. Well, sort of, because what I want to do is something special for next week. And what that's going to be, you'll see when you come back. Uh, hopefully things will be okay to where I can make it to Thursday again, so... Gee, you know what? I need to quit naming the dates of this show because every time I do, I either have to retweak the show or I have to delay the show for a little bit. And sometimes when I get finished with an episode, I end up having to backtrack because something new is developed. It's always wild doing the J-Man show. Let's, let's be honest here. But, you know, I love doing it, though. I'm going to aim for Thursday of next week at 7 p.m. because I hope that nothing too big develops so I can go ahead and... You know, at least try to get the episode in. But you understand this, though. I'm always going to work on giving you some content. But at best, if something does come up, it'll be Friday at 12 p.m. Let's just keep that as the emergency day, all right? So outside of all that, though, I want to thank all of you. It's been a blast making this episode. I'll be back with another one soon enough. Okay? And I'll catch you all later. Oh, and by the way, keep an eye out for another cyclone coming soon. Anyways, I'm going to catch you later, people. This is Jay signing off. Peace.